Welcome back, Bea. Once again, we have a twinsy. Hi, twinsy. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Every time I say twinsy, I almost feel like I'm going to say Twinkie. Me too. When I text you that, sometimes it comes out as Twinkie. Oh, really? Yes. And I've sent it to you like that. You don't remember ever reading it? Girl, I'm always... Sabes que I'm so bad for reading tags. I just you automatically like, just yeah. <laughs> like the um somebody posted, I think it was like a meme, and it said like "congrat" on top, and then "lations" on the bottom. Tell me why I read it "congrat Latinos," and I was like, "What are they congratulating?" <laughs> I don't know. Is that like dyslexia? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but um, welcome back. Thank you. Today is a tiring day for both of us. Yes, it is. I've been partying all week. Girl, you're <laughs> always like it. it. You're always out and without me. I so love I'm a little jealous. I love restaurants. I love just going to new places, checking out, you know, new areas. So, so we went to downtown. If you guys are in San Diego, no lie, this spot is fire. I, fire. <laughs> I have not been to such a delicious place in years, girl. And that place, everything we ordered was bomb. And then even, so I brought home, I was being a little fatty. <laughs> and I brought home the leftovers. Girl, the next morning, oh, so good. Yeah. Even heated up in the microwave. Yeah. It was good. Yes. I couldn't believe it. What did your husband say? He really, really liked it. When and I, I'm supposed to take, I was supposed to take him yeah. back on Sunday and never did. <laughs> So, I don't know. I'll, I'll take him next time he has, like, a whole weekend off. Well, I already have the next spot that we need to go to lined up. I know. Don't tell them. No. We'll tell them once I go and review it. But I completely trust you after yeah. you take me. So, if you guys are in San Diego, California, go and check out Kings and Queens. King and Queen. Oh, King, King and Queen, Queen. Cantina. King yes. and Queen Cantina. Yeah. They also have it in Santa Monica. They have it in Ensenada. Oh, yes. They have it. Brea, California. Brea. They have in LA. I think he's about to open a new one. Um, they're owned by Mr. Temple. But yeah. everything is so good. So I saw a little bit of his story, which I was like, that is pretty cool. It's impressive. Yeah. He was a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That I was like, I love hearing stories like that of success, success, success. because again, Twinsy brought some alcohol. <laughs> you guys, this girl is such a bad influence. <laughs> so if I'm stumbling upon my words, it's totally the wine. I like to relax. Yeah, this is really good wine, but it is. Right? You're my new foodie friend. <laughs> yes. Um no, but I love such a good success story. So uh-huh. to hear that he was a dishwasher and he moved his way up and now he owns like the successful restaurant. And you saw how packed it always is. Girl. How long was our wait? An hour and a half. Yeah. And we waited. And then when, <laughs> once we were getting in, there was more people waiting. Mm-hmm. It got even more packed. Mm-hmm. Imagine probably the wait was like two hours, three hours. Yeah. Well, I think somebody that was walking by is like, oh, it's two hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> But it's totally worth it. Completely worth it. Um, service was really fast and really good. Our food came out with the quickness. And mind you, this is where I take everybody I know, and because they see me posting at this place all the time, one of my friends is all like, "Have they given you VIP at this place yet?" <laughs> you like, really should. So if anybody out there knows Mr. Temple, uh, Sylvia. Sylvia yeah. needs. <laughs> Yeah, give your Instagram, girl. Yeah, blue <laughs> underscore kx. Yes, <laughs> please sponsor her so she can keep taking us. Because yeah, everybody so I take loves it. The the peppers, the she 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 don't pepper she she don't peppers or something like that. Something yeah yeah. Oh my god, you guys have to give that a try. I was terrified for my life when I saw them because the I was plate, like, yeah. crap. Like there, I can't eat spice like too much spicy. I like right. a little bit of spicy, but I was like, oh, but they were so sweet. The little sauce that comes mm-hmm. with them, amazing, you guys. The number one go-to is the pork belly bite. <gasps> oh, those were so good. And then the tortillas are handmade. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry if we're making you 
Yeah, hungry. <laughs> Good but thing this we place just did. <laughs> I know, right? I could still go for some pork belly bites, though. No, <laughs> no those were so good. And, and the their salsa flight was good. Their margarita flights. The margarita flight was mm. good. What was your favorite um, margarita? The cucumber yeah. chile. Oh, no. The spicy one. Yeah. The very first one. I forget the name of that one. Uh, yeah, me too. But it, it has pieces of cucumber and then it has chile in it. Yeah. In it. Oh, that was. It was perfect. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. It wasn't even like spicy or anything. It was just. It was amazing. The the ambiance too yes. was really, really nice. They yeah. had Bad Bunny playing. I was going to say the music, the look, everything. It's yeah. great. It's so much fun. There's. No way you can go there and not have a good time. Okay, but next time we go, Twinsy, we gotta get the churro cart. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. We cannot get all of those appetizers because like two appetizers in, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah, it's also because we were hungry though. True, and we were waiting for an hour True. and a half. I don't know, but I just felt like the food was like up to here, and I was gonna die. I'm glad we took the rest of it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but I want a churro cart. Oh, yes. Because it yes. has little ice cream and it has like the syrup. syrup and it's hot, hot syrup. And I think it has Nutella, too. Oh. I don't know, girl, but that looked good. I just <laughs> wish, though, when I saw them bring it to the girls next to us. Yeah. I was like, I want a little bit more churros. Yeah. So yeah. It looked a little puny. It needs yeah, more. Like it had like little four pieces of churros and I wasn't even like Costco long churros. Yeah, it was like little baby ones. Yeah, like little bite Like size. the border ones. Like the bag, but oh, it wasn't yeah, yeah, even yeah. like full. No. And it's kind of like, hey, what, what happened to the rest? It's supposed to be a cart. <laughs> it's more the cart than the actual plate. Yes. I know. Well, with that um, being said, Twinsy, today we're going to be talking about a very, I feel like it's important, but it's a very sensitive subject for many. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about childhood traumas. Oh, yeah. Because I know for a fact that everybody at some point in their life goes through trauma, but there's... The, nothing like it when you're a child Mm -hmm. and you go through it because it's almost like it gets embedded in your brain Mm -hmm. and to get out of that space I think it's like a constant fight Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life and I found it very interesting because me growing up I don't know if this happened to you or or the listeners but as you guys let me know um when I heard when the first time I heard childhood trauma, I was about eleven years old at a therapist's office. I had to go because uh, you know I'd been battling with chronic pancreatitis, and my GI at the time told my parents to take me to a psychologist mm-hmm. for childhood trauma, and I was like, "But I'm not being mentally abused, or sexually abused, or physically abused, like." my childhood's fine like because i i felt normal Mm -hmm. and even when i went i almost saw it like a joke Mm -hmm. like this is not real because i'm fine like my parents treat me right i thought that was childhood trauma Mm -hmm. and you know the doctor i guess ended up giving up on me (laughs) (laughs) but he was just kind of like all right girl bye and you know i didn't keep on with therapy but now as a grown woman with a husband and a son I feel mostly after my son was born, girl, all that came okay. back. And it hit me in the face. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that trauma manifests in so many different ways. Yeah. And so in my situation, it was like a one-time event. Well, kind of, sort of, because, you know, I was always hospitalized. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having an IV in the neck, in the foot, and you know having multiple surgeries having exams um then putting tubes down my nose and me seeing my mom crying in the corner because she couldn't really help me um all that i I was like what is going on like i thought i was fine Mm -hmm. but i have a medical trauma Mm Because of everything that happened to me. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point now that I'm about to be 35 years old and I pass out when really? they're starting an IV. Well, it's because 
you probably, when you were little, you would probably either be put to sleep or you would wake up like in the hospital and see all these wires coming out of you and you're like what is this you yeah know what i mean yeah so i can understand or that. my dad would be holding me i remember that my dad would be holding me you know talking to me or like you know um my mom embracing me and 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 everything was fine but once I became a parent, my parents weren't there anymore. Once I got married, my parents weren't there anymore. Now yeah. it was my husband, and my husband, poor thing, like he was almost thrown into the situation without knowing like how to react or what to do. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was alone, and a lot of things just started coming up. And then I started seeing how that affected me growing up. Mm-hmm. And I felt foolish for thinking that childhood trauma only happens with your parents like doing like physical or Or, verbally or or sexually emotionally abused um i i just had no idea and i think it's because it's not talked about Mm -hmm. and i almost felt like well it's so stupid of me i did go through this um i went i got really bad depression and i'm not gonna say no names but somebody in my family somebody very close to me was like Los psicólogos están más más mal que tú. Like they have better, like worse worser problems than you do. Like you can't go to a psychologist. All you need to do is to read the Bible. And I was, you're not spiritual enough. And I was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna go to hell. Well, no, I don't believe in hell, but but you know, like they made me feel bad for yeah, for feeling for- the way that I was. But I just had so many emotions and so many things that I didn't know how to take out and once I started going to therapy I saw how it affected my relationships growing up Mm -hmm. meaning friendships and um, intimate relationships how it affected my family structure my mentality like just everything Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god like why didn't anybody tell me like why don't people talk about this more often I think because people are ashamed like not ashamed but kind of like embarrassed to admit what they've been through or maybe they can't get over it yet true you know what i mean true <clears throat> very very true now my question to you is did you ever go through any type of trauma oh yeah yeah my trauma didn't end till like in my 20s really yeah um i want to say that it's it's sad to say but I, I was physically, mentally, verbally abused, not just by my mom, but by one of my sister-in-laws at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so my mom was a housekeeper, and my mom was, like, the hardworking type. She's She would have her kids, and a week after, she would go to work. That's the way she was raised. She's been working since she was five she her parents like she grew up in a ranch so the way that my son de Sinaloa so, oh girl yeah yeah ya se aprende luchona buchona yes, tu mom yes ya se aprende como dice con la punta del pie yeah and the thing is is that she didn't break that cycle she brought that cycle to our family but I don't ever remember her ever hitting my brothers it was always just me but then you're the baby in the family and I'm the only girl she was the type the women attend to the men blah 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 if you want to learn to cook se aprenden a fregazos and like that's the way she learned because my grandma would be like this is how you do it you better watch it I'm only going to show you once and if she would try to make it and it wouldn't come out or like she would say oh and what else do I put I already told you, you need to watch, like, what I'm doing. Yeah, she was, yeah. My mom. Wow. So she, she was tough. She didn't break the cycle, is what I'm saying. So, so let's say, because by the time that, that we're doing this, you still have not heard, but the listeners have already heard. I had to sit down with my dad. Hmm. And my dad gave us his perspective of growing up and having those generational curses. Mm Mm-hmm. Did, has your mom now because I know you're in your 30s mm-hmm. has your mom realized that she has those generational curses has she apologized to you she has not apologized to me but 
we've come a long way, but I had to go through a drastic change in order for me to put my foot down. Mm-hmm. I took a month away from my mom. I didn't talk to her, see her for a month. She kicked me out of her house for no reason. Wow. I was living with her, helping her out. Mind you, I don't know if you remember that I told you my mom lost her eye in 2015. Yes. <clears throat> so I was the one that helped her. We sued. We got a settlement. Um, I helped her with that settlement. I would take time off of work and go to court and do all that stuff. Mind you, I, I did it because she's my mother and I want to help her out, right? Of course. So, we, I helped her find a house. We bought a house with the settlement because I wanted to make sure that she was set for life, you know, as far yeah, as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so we did that. I helped her with that. I moved in with her, was helping her do everything. I was paying all the bills because I didn't want to live there for free. You know, I, mm-hmm. I felt it was only fair to at least pay, like the bills and whatnot and i think we're raised that way too right like we have to take care of our parents right and this one time i guess something happened to the bathroom and it was during the week and she had been she would stay home during the week and on the weekends she would go to tj okay so this day that the bathroom broke it was during the week and i got a plumber everything long story short she went to tj that weekend she came back she came back. i don't know if she had a bad experience in tj if somebody got her mad or yeah, whatever yeah. the case but she came back raging like raging as soon as she walked in she said why didn't you call the plumbers why didn't you do anything and i said mom do you really want me to get a plumber on the weekend like do you know how expensive that is <laughs> And I'm like, I was telling you, I'm calling the plumber during the week because you're here during the week. Yeah. And I'm at work. So it's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so what got her mad is that I didn't call the plumber during the weekend. And that set her off and just... She kicked me out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Over a bathroom. Yeah. And now, she told me hasta de lo que me iba a morir. Like, she... After I left, she called me. She threw a whole tantrum when she, when she saw that I had gotten an apartment. Uh-huh. Like, a few weeks later, she saw that I got my apartment. She saw that I started packing. Because I guess she, when she kicked me out at the time, she didn't believe I was going to do it. And then when she saw that I was doing it, she was so mad. She started throwing a little fit like a baby. So it's almost like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Exactly. So you said you've already dealt with it. Yes. Or at least you feel like you've dealt with it in your 20s. How did you deal with it? Well, like I told you, I stopped talking to her for like a month. I gave myself a break, kind of standing up for myself. Like, you know what? Just because you're my mother, I'm not going to allow you to disrespect me. I don't disrespect you. So why are you disrespecting me? Mind you, I was hard. I was a hard teenager. I had a little mouth in myself. Like, I would talk back to her. Well, yeah, girl. But if you're getting beat and stuff, how could you not? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't getting beat at 20s, you know. I think the last time she she hit me or did anything physically to me, I was like 14, 15. You're grown, girl. Yeah, I was big. You're grown at that time. I mean, you're not a full-on adult, and but I you're think way I on your way. Well. You're I think, well on your way. <laughs> right. I think she tried to slap me, and I just stopped her. And I said, you're not going to hit me anymore. Like, I'm older. Like, what are you doing? But she would call me names and yeah it was my mom is a tough woman but I gotta say that I've learned a lot from her like I've just tried to stay in the positive way like I mean positive thoughts in the sense that she taught me how to be my work ethic I get it from my mother uh she taught me to never depend on anybody because god forbid you get married and you're just a stay-at-home whatever Mm mm-hmm what if something happens to your husband? What if he dies? What if he gets hurt and he can no longer work? Mm-hmm. What if... I mean, X cosa. She yeah, just yeah, told yeah. me... Don't depend on anyone. It learned have, I mean, you can depend after, you know, like... You know what I mean? You can have a family, and but at least have work experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be able to get up on your own. If something were to happen. happen. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But yeah, my mom was a tough person. But I mean, at the end of the day, the way that I dealt with it is, I just gotta remember she the, she herself didn't break that cycle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I had to understand and think to myself, this was a lot of me being alone by myself in my apartment, crying and trying to understand if my mom loved me or didn't love me or why was she so hard on me or why was she so tough Did you me? ever go to therapy? I did. I did. Oh, good. I went to therapy f- for that and for my sister-in-law and for my son's dad because... Is your sister-in-law still around? No. Her and my brother are already separated, but she's my son's godmother and we still... Con- uh, having contact with each other I actually have a lot of love for her even though what the stuff that we went through mm-hmm. um, she went through the same cycle as well you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was right that she was doing it to me meaning I wasn't her child you know what I mean well, and she's not even your blood, blood relative really, yeah. so and your mom allowing that that's kind of it was kind of out of her hand um so let me tell you the story about that. Um, my sister-in-law, we used to live with them, with my brother and my sister-in-law okay. here. Like, we would all live in one place, you know, like when you're yeah. trying to make it out here. Of course. Everybody piles up in a house. Right. And so my mom would work, and I would go to school, and my sister-in-law would be there for whenever I would get home. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she would be the type that... She would, if I would be crying, ay, no seas llorona. Yeah, like, stop crying. You're such a baby, blah, blah, blah. She would, like, toughen up. Like, yeah. Or she would be like, métete a bañar. Like, it's time for you to go to the shower, blah, blah, blah. You know what she would bathe me with? What? That green part to wash dishes. <gasps> Why? She would rub my neck with it. <gasps> porque it was really dirty, and I would not even shower she would that I would not even shower right, so she would go in there and bathe me and. Uh, with Did that she have green. kids of her own at yeah, this time? But she would beat her kids too. <gasps> yes. But how she, are your How are your nieces and nephews? They're good. They're good. They're, they're older not traumatized? now. I don't know. I mean, probably because she she was bad. She was bad, and I actually called her out on it before. Like, actually, I want to say maybe like. Two years ago, mm-hmm. I called her out on it. We had a big, like, confrontation. Discussion. It wasn't a discussion. It was a confrontation. Is because I feel like I had all this anger in me. Uh-huh, and I uh-huh. just needed to let it out and tell her, you did this to me. And yeah. I'm still carrying with it. And Was I she able to, to it accept out. it? Yes. And then she grabbed me and she said, I'm so sorry for what I did to you. I love you. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, I was just so angry and I wasn't taking any answer but I feel like I had to let that out yes. and let her know how it affected me you better not cry girl because then oh, I'm going to no. start crying I'm not going to cry okay. I'm good I'm over it girl because <laughs> now I'm going to start crying and we're you just going to have a fest here you didn't even know this about me huh no yeah it's tough this is a tough conversation but I can actually talk about it now without crying Okay. About my mom, about my sister-in-law, about my son's dad. Because I feel like I've already... Do you feel like you've been able to surpass that and raise your son better? Oh, yeah. I Mind you, I used to spank my son. I used to be like my mom in the beginning. But then I was like, you know what? I need to break the cycle. I don't want my son to hate me. I don't mm-hmm. want my son to have this anger in me anger towards me so I didn't I stopped doing that and I took a different approach yeah and my son doesn't even remember the last time I hit him oh good <laughs> yeah good yeah um, I hit it sounds so bad the last time I spanked him but yeah 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 you know no I know what you mean I, I know hopefully just, the Bayas understand what you mean right um you know, because especially with this podcast, I hope that we're reaching the Hispanic community as well as other communities as well. But I feel like we were raised all like that. Like, yes, we were all raised with these things. And so that's what I was talking to my dad about, because I'm not the baby in the family, but, you know, I'm I'm the second to last. And 
my two older siblings have a complete it almost seems like we're from different parents when we're not Mm -hmm. but because my dad and my mom were 16 and 20 when they got married Mm -hmm. wow and and imagine my son being married next year yes girl (laughs) yes like my mom had her first child which is my brother at 17 wow um she became a grandma like when my brother was 16 Mm -hmm. you know so it just everything happened so quickly and you know they didn't have the skills or the knowledge and that's one of the things that i spoke to my dad about in the last podcast you know that what could you have done different you know and i i feel proud to say that we're not teaching that on our kids right you know and of course your situation is i feel a little bit more delicate than me because i don't deal with that but the fact that i'm still dealing with medical issues and still having to like go through treatment you have a little flashback i every single six months Mm -hmm. i'm taken back girl Mm -hmm. i'm taken back to to what i used to go through Mm -hmm. um but i saw that at least for myself, it affected the way that I carried friendships and relationships. Right. I didn't trust people. My I, mom would always tell me that you don't have no friends. Real friends do not exist. And and I would always tell her mom, like, yes, they do. But she was always like pushing on that because that's what my grandma would tell her. Like, yeah. don't trust anybody. There's no real friends or whatever. Yeah. And I kind of believe that, but mm-hmm. in a way, once I started going to therapy, I noticed that the reason why I have such an issue trusting people is because I've been deceived since I was a child. Mm-hmm. And and it was like an aha moment. I had my Oprah moment, you know, mm-hmm. at the therapist's office. I was sitting there and she goes, when the phlebotomist would come in, what would you see? And I'm like, what? She goes, what would you see? What would the phlebotomist do? You know, right now, like, close your eyes. The phlebotomist, you're in the bed. The phlebotomist is is coming through the door. What do you see? And I'm like, a white lab coat with a little cart. Needles. Needles. And she goes, yeah, but what does their face look like? And I'm like, they're smiling. They're talking. She goes, and then what happens? And then I go, and then they poke me, and it hurts. She goes, you just said it. She goes, so you attach people being nice to you to them hurting you. Mm-hmm. And girl, I had like an aha moment. <laughs> I had such an aha moment because I was like, oh, my God. I always double question mm-hmm. when people do nice things for me. Yeah, because you get hurt. You yes. end up getting hurt. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what? And she goes, yeah, so, of course. And she goes, and then you moved around so much, and you were always sick in the hospital. She goes, did your friends ever go visit you in the hospital? And no, huh? I only had one friend mm-hmm. when, I was, when I was little. Because yeah. as an adult, I did have... Um, Visitors. Yeah, two, two other friends that ended up going. But I could still count in one hand how many friends went to go visit me. Right. But when I was in middle school, I remember I had to have a biopsy done. And so they had to keep me overnight at Children's Hospital here in San Diego. And my friend comes in and, you know, she was, we were so super, super close. This is the girl actually that I'm talking about in my, uh, on the first podcast, Mm -hmm. um, setting up or yeah, setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, it's that middle school friend that I'm talking about if I should reach out to her mm-hmm. or not, which I have an update, but I'll, I'll say that towards the end. Um, but this girl, like, she would go, she would lay there with me in my bed. Like, we were really, really close. Mm-hmm. We were like sisters. And one time she told me, we were 12, I believe. And she goes, God, why do you keep getting sick? Can't they just take out your pancreas or something? Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, we were children. She didn't didn't understand. She didn't know. But at that time, I'm talking as the 12-year-old Maribel. At that time, I was so hurt. That she said that? Because I felt like she doesn't understand. Yeah. 
Like if but I now, could. now you could be like, oh, she was little. She was little. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my god, and she had never been around a sick person. You know what I mean? Yeah. But little stuff like that, that in my mind I added as bad. I never really thought about it and really saw like, no, well, you she took was it young. as negative. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How do you think that your childhood trauma affected, or do you think it even affected your relationships growing up? Yeah, it affected my relationship with my son's dad. I feel like I was just so angry all the time that I was always in a bad mood. Like, I would actually act like my mom when I would get home. Really? Yeah. Like, for example, when I was younger, I would be so afraid. I'd be like, oh, it's almost 5 p.m. My mom's going to get here. I better start cleaning up. I better, she better not see me laying down on the couch or taking a nap because then she'll get home and she'll be like, oh, my God. Mira este cochinero. Y tú estás ahí de huevo en Nadie me ayuda en la casa. And I totally get it. She was a hardworking mom, you know. One of the traumas that my mom had when she was a little girl, that alone is what has helped me recover and forgiven my mom even though she hasn't asked me for forgiveness my mom grew up so poor and in a ranch and without toys she said that my grandma used to make her sandals out of cardboard and strings like just strings she would have her put her on cardboard and trace it and cut it and whatnot. She didn't have any toys. She said that for Christmas she would always get those paper mache dolls. Uh Eso es lo que le amanecía for Christmas. Wow. Yeah, those hard legs and you can't do nothing with the doll, but hey, she was happy to have a doll. In the last podcast, my dad got really emotional because he told me he was, he's like, I'm not ashamed to say that at eight years old I didn't have shoes. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I actually didn't add this part into the podcast. I had to cut it out. But he said at that age, my grandfather told him, oh, you need shoes? Ponte a trabajar. And he had to go and shine shoes, like, to get his own shoes. Because neither carton le dieron. Yeah. Yeah, it's really sad what our parents went through. And then you start to kind of Understand. Anyways, that's not even the worst part that she went to. The one that really... Touched your heart. Touched my heart, and I'm like, wow. And trust me, I love my grandpa. I was my grandpa's favorite, actually. Out oh, of wow. all of us, there was, I'm telling you, I have a crap load of cousins. <laughs> and I was, I, I was a favorite one. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, girl. I, I feel like I was the favorite, too, right? even though they never said it out loud. But, <laughs> but um, yeah my mom told me this once that the most traumatic thing that she went through in her life was it might get a little it might be a little too much it's sad okay but i have i have to say it in order to understand for you guys to understand it so she said that this one time they sent her i don't know where they sent her to go get water or to go do something out in the street okay so or something like that Mm -hmm. exactly so she was like six, seven, around there. You know, she was little, under 10. And she said that she was walking to the store, or walking back, sorry, from the store. And she found some little dishes, trastecitos, like on the side yeah. of the road. And she saw them and she's like, well, they don't belong to anybody, so I'm going to take them. Yeah. So she grabbed her little dress, put everything in her little dress and just carried it like, yeah, yeah. like a little tent, you know, in her dress. Just put it in there and just carried it. So she was walking back, all excited with yes, her new toys. Of you know? She's like, heck yeah, just cord. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets there and my grandpa said, where'd you get that? Oh, in the street over there. She's like, okay. Go take those back to where you found them. And when you come back, come look for me. My mom went back, dropped them off, came back, looked for him. He tied her up, got on his horse, and dragged my mom (gasps) for hours. I mean, obviously not hours, but for her it felt hours. Well, at six, you have like no time She was running, like running behind him, but she was tied up from the (gasps) neck. It was to the point where she couldn't run anymore and she was just being dragged. 
and my grandpa on the horse, like just dragging her. That but if it so wasn't, sad. I know. But if it wasn't because her grandpa at the time, I mean, not at the time, obviously, her grandpa. Your grandpa, <laughs> no, but I mean, because he's no longer with us. Right, exactly. Your great grandpa. Exactly. Um, he told her, "Stop! You're gonna kill her." Blah blah blah. And so he finally stopped it. Mind you, my mom saw her grandpa being shot and killed in front of her. Oh my god. Yeah, and when he fell, he fell on her legs and she was there with him like dying. So she my mom has gone through very traumatic experiences. Girl. Yes. And now that's why I say I'm not mad at her. I forgive her even though she hasn't like asked me for forgiveness. But I don't think and I'm so glad we're talking about this. Yes. I don't think that forgiveness is for other people. No. It's for us. It's for you. Yeah. You see how I can be talking about this and not yes. cry anymore? Because I've made peace with it. See, I don't think I have, girl. Because if I go into details of, like, what I've been through and how I feel, like, I will literally start crying. And and I still haven't got. I'm still going to therapy constantly <laughs> i'm so thankful to my therapist i always want to give her a shout out eva if you're listening to this i love you um but you know it's it's hard because i've learned to forgive even though nobody has asked me for forgiveness right you know when when you have something against somebody or you know feelings or whatever right I, it's just kind of like i need to let go of that mm-hmm Kind of like with my sister-in-law. I, I had to have that... That... Conversation. Conversa- it wasn't... Like I said, it wasn't a conversation. It was a... It was a yelling. And I'm not like that. But back then, I used to be. Because I had so much anger in me. Up. So much of everything towards her. Like I said, my son's dad. My mom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've just learned to forgive. And you know what? Like helps you understand kind of like hey they went through this you know it's probably worse than what i've been through but at the same time i can understand why you know like why she kept the cycle she just couldn't break it apparently yeah 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 i mean wow like i knew people from sinaloa are tough oh yeah girl because i i know like a whole family uh-huh. i doubt that they're listening to me but i know a whole family that's from sinaloa the toughest people I've ever met in my oh, life. Yeah. Like, yeah. they've been through some stuff. Oh, yeah, my mom. Yeah, her whole family, my grandma. Everybody. So, wait, are you related to a chapo? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl. I was about to ask for like a billion dollar <laughs> loan. If he was, girl, I'd be hooking you up. Trust me. <laughs> um, no, but, you know, that's, it's just, it's so crazy. Now, other than you, you know, separating from your mom at that point, is that when you searched out for therapy yes. or is that? Yes, I searched for therapy. And when I was going to my therapist, this, mind you, this was like in November. Mm-hmm. And at the time, one of my cousins was shot and killed. Oh, my God. So girl. I know. So I would see not I'm serious. You guys, you guys might have a curse down there. Que les dan en las aguas de Sinaloa? No, but he he actually my family lives in TJ now. My closer family. No, pues con razón Tijuana está como está, mujer. Todos se vinieron para acá se trajeron la maldición de Sinaloa. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So my cousin got shot and killed, and I was trying to start a conversation with my mom because that was when she kicked me out, right? And I was still living there, but I was looking for a place to move and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I told her, Mom, did you hear about Junior? That's that's his cousin. That's my cousin's name. And she's like, yes, just like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. You know, I just left it as is. We went to the funeral and everything, but she just gave me the cold shoulder the whole time. Like, she was just so short. Because she was just so mad that I didn't call the plumber. <laughs> Hey girl. I know, I should have just called the damn plumber. <laughs> but you know when maybe you wouldn't have gone through and healed and and everything grown. happens for a reason. Yes. So I had to go through all that. Anyways, after the funeral, she saw that I started packing, started moving everything. She went, like I told her, she threw a little tantrum. She undid her bed on her own, like if she was moving out too. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
pinches sí, ejecutivas, yo también me voy. Bien dramática, mi madre. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, so that happened. I moved out. I didn't talk to her for like a month. This was November, December-ish. So Christmas was coming around. Oh, right? wow. So I had to go to therapist because I was like, you know what? I haven't talked to my mom in a month. Like, should I go over to Christmas? I don't want to. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, conf I'm confused. She's like, if you don't feel like going, don't go. Don't go. Just because it's Christmas? Mm -hmm. She's like, don't put yourself in that situation. She's like, if you feel up to it, show up. If you feel uncomfortable, leave. You know, as simple as that. Little, little steps. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but don't force yourself that just because it's Christmas, you have to go and be there for hours and handle it. She's like, you don't have to do anything you don't feel like doing. And isn't that like such an awakening? Girl? Yes. It's kind of like, you're right. You yeah. know, you're very right. But, so that happened with my mom. She missed me, so everything was fine, like the thing. And then so now... So you ended up going to Christmas? Yeah, I did. Okay. I ended up going to Christmas. It was actually a hit. It was good. I felt comfortable. Because, mind you, my brothers always clown on me, too. And at mm. the time, since I was very sensitive, so hurt, so like, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I wasn't up for any of that. But, of course, I'm the youngest, so they always pick on me, you know. Girl, even when we're not the youngest. I'm not the youngest, and my brother still picks on me. I'm 35, and I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. Have some respect. Yeah. And he's like, shut up. I think, I think I'm the most uh, responsible of my brothers as far as with my mom. With my mom, you know. But, I mean, I love my brothers. They're... They're... There's something else. I love them. <laughs> I love them all, though. They all have their own little... Oh, of course. You know, of their personalities, exactly. their ways of being. I completely understand that. Now, somebody that might find themselves in the same situation that you did with your mom, what would you recommend or what would you advise them? Take a step back. Take those steps that you need to for yourself. If you need to give yourself a break without your mom or your dad for like... A month like I did. Trust me, I missed my mom that whole time. Of course. But I also needed a break from her mm -hmm. because all she, everything that would come out of her mouth was negative. Everything. Like this one time she was on the phone and I was in the kitchen, like making myself something to eat. I don't remember what I was doing, but I was in the kitchen. She was in the living room. She got a phone call and she answered. And she's like, Yeah, let me check. She's here because Michelle's my middle name. Mm -hmm. And that's what I go by. With all my family. Oh, okay, okay. Because my mom's name is Sylvia. Oh, okay. Even so you can be Silvita. I don't want to be Silvita. <laughs> I, if Ted is listening to this, Teresita, Teresita, she was called Teresita, <laughs> and it wasn't until I think when she got married that she's like, "Please do not call me Teresita." And I was like, "Okay." So I tried to tell my parents, and my parents were like, "Ah, whatever. She's still Teresita." <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, um, everybody calls me Michelle at home. Okay. And all of my family, all my cousins, everything. But uh, I lost my train of my thoughts. <laughs> you know what, girl? I think the wine's kicking in because again, I'm starting to be like blush too, <laughs> right? And they have, we have the air conditioning running, you guys. <laughs> just so you just know. <laughs> All right. No, oh. you were talking about that. Um, oh, the advice. Yeah. Yes. What advice would you give to others? <laughs> you say, okay, yeah. All right. Yes. Take your step back. Take as many steps as you need. You know, like a break or whatever mm -hmm. the case. You know, give yourself what you need in order for you to be happy, in order for you to forgive and move on. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, when you just sit in that pity party... Oh, I want to yes. say pity party because at the end of the day, que te ganas with being all sad and just find a way to move on. I, I Let go of it because I, it doesn't hurt anybody but yourself. Exactly. And I, I think it's important to mention that that's why I'm such an advocate to when you're going to start your self-love journey, doesn't matter where you are in your life, you need to disconnect. Yes. Disconnect. I'm talking like... If if social media is not encouraging, motivating you, or inspiring Do you, anything else that might yes, go on a hike. Hi, oh my I god, I love hiking. Girl, Tory Pines. Have yes. you ever done that? No, 
You need yes, to. Yes, no. <laughs> Go. Early in the morning, The sun. you'll see the sunrise, the beach. Oh, it's the most magical thing ever. I started hiking um, during COVID. And mm. that's my new hobby. Like, I went all out, got my hiking Go for shoes. me, girl. Go for me, because I can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I my love walker... It. I don't have it. Don't go up Cow's no, Mountain. It, it doesn't have sports mode, unfortunately. <laughs> Rose Motion, which is the company that makes my walkers. And maybe you guys want to do like an off roading kind of walker. Yeah, for hiking, please. Yes. <laughs> but my walker does not have sports mode. Um, so enjoy it for me. So, yes, most definitely. I have to agree with that. Disconnecting yes. from anything. And you like, have to turn your cell phone off. Turn it off. Or. Put it on airplane mode and just put your headphones on. Go on that walk. Just enjoy, like, nature and be... I know this sounds corny, but be one with yourself. No, yes. Yes, girl, you have to. And it it does sound very corny because, you know, usually people that say that are, like, hugging trees and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, I love trees. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to be the Lorax here. (laughs) We're going to be making out with it with, like, Superstar. What is that movie? (laughs) Yes, with Molly? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, you know, but but it's so important to spend that one-on-one time with you. Like, even if you're married, even if you have kids, doesn't matter if you live with your parents, doesn't matter where you are in life, you have to learn to be by yourself, mm-hmm. with yourself, mm-hmm. for a while until you figure out. Because I feel like you disconnecting and tuning everything out you'll be able to hear yourself Mm -hmm. you'll be able to know what you need and guess what being in the mountains is the best way to cry and scream well see since i can't go to the mountains i'll say the best place to be at your bedroom no oh (laughs) this girl because i'm always there (laughs) freaking twinsy no the beach Oh, yeah, that too. I love the beach, girl. Especially, like, like on a sunset or sunrise. Oh, girl. I saw that yesterday. You were at Sunset Cliffs, and I was like, that's my spot. I know that little turn. (laughs) See, we're 20. Yes. No, but even my husband knows, um, you know, when when I start feeling in a funk, he's like, get in the car. We're going to the beach. We're going to the beach. And I'm like, I don't want to go. You want to cry? Cry over there. No, yeah, he will. And he'll bring down my little cart, my little little walker. And he's like, if I have to push you, I'm going to push you. But you're getting out of the car. Go sit by the ocean. It's almost like my time out. Yeah. Because he knows that that relaxes me and that makes me kind of wake up from where I'm Mm -hmm. at. Mm -hmm. And I feel so small when I'm next to the ocean. Mm Mm-hmm. That is like I remember I'm not the only one. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people that are going through a lot of stuff. Like like I, I was telling you about my sister in law too. I'm okay with her too. I've forgiven her. Like yeah. I told you, we had to have that yes, screaming you, you must. We had to have that screaming party mm-hmm. in order for us for me to let it all out and for her to know how I felt. And she did apologize to me. And I do love her. I do she sometimes sends me messages from YouTube. So I feel like she has moved on from that and she feels guilty of the way that she raised her kids and the way she used to treat me i feel like she's trying to move on with that Mm -hmm, to to help mm -hmm. herself you know that's wonderful i mean the way that she reacted to you speaks volumes right right and trust me she's not an easy cookie she's (laughs) she's a tough cookie i mean she she did we did go through a lot of things her and my mom got into it when when they were younger she actually yeah it was bad anyways that's another that's a whole other story yeah yeah and not really yours to tell because that's their well i was there no but yeah but still yeah it's between them exactly (laughs) i mean i was just there (laughs) you just witnessed it exactly and um with my son's dad uh i was saying earlier that i i used to be like my mom i used to get home and be like why is it so messy blah 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 Mm. so i feel like he resented that towards me too you know we Mm -hmm. we weren't living in a in a good environment and now you should see us we are co-parenting just great like we get along way better now than we did before and that's a lot of the way that i changed you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like i've ever since i turned 30 Mm -hmm. 30 the 30s for me have been my best years 
You're like, uh, this is heaven. Like after 32, like I feel like I've really matured and really gra- grasped like everything and try to control my body for the, my body. My Sorry, life you guys are going to hear trash cans. My neighbor never drags his trash cans in, but of course, I'm recording today. and today he wants to do it. Yeah. Right now, exactly this moment. <laughs> he leaves it there till the next trash. I'm like, how do they take out the trash? <laughs> to each its own. Yeah. So, and I want to say, I definitely have to agree with that as well because now that I'm in a different place, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. I feel like. I'm able to take, like you said before, take the good out of people. Mm-hmm. Stop focusing so much on the negative or on the past. Mm-hmm. You're able to move on. You need to let it, let go of things because at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. So I was going to give an update. Um, oh, yes. You probably. Yes, my friend. So. I heard back from the Bayas and they were like, yes, reach out to her. They agreed with Maria, you know, that it's better to kind of know than to never know. Um, And the last time that I gave an an update was with Maria. And I had said, you know, that I was waiting for her to respond back. And she never did. She never did? No. And I was still, I was like, I don't know what that first text message that I sent or that message, you know, DM. Uh Uh-huh. If I said what I needed to say and and I rewrote something else and kind of moved back and forth with the idea. And then I was like, screw it. And I just sent her another message, you know, just saying, like, I just want to apologize. Like, this is I know we could never be the friends that we were when we were kids. Mm -hmm. But I just feel really guilty for never being an adult and actually expressing how I felt. And just disappearing from your life. Oh, yeah. I go, you know, we've missed so much from each other. I don't know your kids. You don't know my kid. Like, I ended up getting married. And, like, so many things have happened. Well, at least you said everything you needed to say. Yeah, there you go. And and now you feel at peace. Yes, now I go. feel at peace. If she didn't reply? No, she didn't. Oh, let's hear. Oh, well, I, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> So I, I was scared when I saw that she replied immediately. Oh. And she was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I never responded. She goes, A lot is going on on my side. Uh-huh. She goes, Right now. Um, she's like, But please, like, don't be beating yourself over it. Like, you're fine. I completely understand that maybe you needed to do something for your own mental health. You're completely fine. Like, I have nothing against you. She goes, and I hope we can, you know, sometime catch up in the future. Mm-hmm. And I just gave it a heart and I just left it there. Good. And I was like, she has my phone number. Yeah. That's all I can do. And you, you made your peace. I did. You apologized. You, you did what you needed to do in order for you to feel well. Yes. So that's my update. If she ever hits me back <laughs> up, if we ever speak again then you know we'll kind of give that update but for now i think that's all the updates i have to have i feel very well that i was able to speak my piece yeah good i'm happy for you and just let it be um for anybody that's going to any type of drama i say please 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 go and seek help yeah yes and there's a lot of outlets out there Especially right now, you know. I, you could get a therapist on the phone. On the computer. On the computer. Yeah, I mean, anywhere. the phone even better because right, you not everybody talk. has a computer at right. home, but everybody has a cell phone. Right. Um, I have not been with my therapist in a while, but I feel like I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I do suffer from anxiety because of my past. Of course. You know, I did have depression. I'm not going to say I don't have it now because sometimes I feel like, eh, but I try to drag myself out of it Mm because nobody else is going to do it but yourself. Nobody's going to come and save you. So if you're waiting for that right person or the right time, you're going to, you might end up waiting for a while. So forever, girl. Yeah. So I've known people that never do the work. I've known people that never do the work and, you know, they're pretty miserable. Yeah. And and then I did lose a cousin to suicide. Also, like, oh. I want to say maybe three years ago. Yeah. Wow. He. <clears throat> Not I, junior. No. Okay. He was shot. 
Oh, okay, okay. He was unfortunately murdered. Mm-hmm. And then my other cousin, I forget his name. I get him and his brother confused because they're my brother's age. So oh, they're in that little they're group. Older. Yeah, they're in yeah. that little group. You know how when you have your cousins, there's that group. Yes. There's a 40 group. There's a 30 group. Yes. And then there's a 25 group. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So he was, I don't remember. I think it was Javier. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, he unfortunately hung himself <gasps> because uh, I don't know exactly the story, but yeah, you yeah, don't know the he, details. He but was depressed. He was going through it. And I feel that's why it's it was so important for me to speak on this subject and to share with you guys. Get help. Get help. It doesn't matter. It took me years, girl. I'm talking like nobody's worth losing your life for it, but no. it took me years to find my therapist. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I went to so many therapists. I even had ones where a therapist fell asleep on me. Wow, well, that's yes. sad. That is so depressing, girl. <laughs> I went out of there and I cried even more. Because I was like, oh my God, my life is that boring. <laughs> but, you know, it, and but I just, I never gave up. And I'm and don't. And I'm so proud of myself for not giving up. Good for you. Doesn't matter how many therapists you have to go through. Doesn't matter. You do have to find the one you mesh with. And yes. that's okay. Go through as many as exactly. you want to. As, that's until that's you my point. Find, until you find the right one that you feel comfortable with. And I'll leave with this. I have lost people in my life to death. And especially right now with what's going on with DMX and stuff like that. You know, he was fighting a lot of demons. And I have to say the world is just not the same without them. No. You might think that you're not important. But you are. But you are. Because the world is not a little brighter. Mm -hmm. And I think about that constantly. And I hope that DMX knew the impact that he had on people because I don't believe he received his flowers in life Mm, Yeah, I I, I don't think so I don't think they gave him the credit that he deserved while he was living because I even forgot about him even though I loved his music growing up and I just hope that you understand that even if you don't feel that love or you don't feel like nobody cares or, or that you, nobody shows you or nobody shows you that love no you mean something to someone trust me you do we're all here for a reason right so go and seek help in the description to this um podcast i'm going to go ahead and leave some um hotlines and some websites yes for you to get some resources and I just hope you guys tune into our next conversation. Anything else before we leave? Um, no, I just want to give a shout out to my cousins that they've yes. been listening. Oh, I've thank been... you, cousins. Thank yes. you. Yes, cousins from San Bernardino, my cousin oh. Junior, my cousin Vanessa. Oh, my, my goodness. Yeah, they, they've all reached out. Great, I need mis primos. What the heck? They've all reached out and they're like, oh, I loved it from beginning to end. And yeah, but I want to give a shout out to to Junior, my my cousin Junior, my cousin Vanessa. Jump off that cliff, girl. (laughs) Um, Yes. My cousin Lupita, my cousin Twilight. I call her Twilight. (laughs) We call each other Twilight. I call one of my cousins Blood. Um, yeah, she she's a baby. It's my aunt had six kids, five girls, one boy. Oh yeah, yeah, pobrecito. Yeah. Oh, but, he's overruled. Yeah. Well, they're related to that one cousin that I no longer oh, okay, am okay. close with. But they're. I mean, I grew up with them. I would always go up there visit my cousin that yeah, I was yeah. really close with, so I would see them all the time and. Yeah. Well, shout out to them. Thank yes. you so much for listening, you guys. Yes. And Twi- I hope they're not only listening when you're on. I know. You guys, come on. <laughs> Get on it. Listen to the Twinsies, all of her episodes. Yes. Subscribe and, what is it? Subscribe and Well, no, they, no, it's not even subscribe. It's just follow. Oh, follow. You just click the follow button. That's and then, it. what is it? Rate it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Five stars. <laughs> For Twinsy. In yes, honor. Yes. But all right. Well, we got to go. Yes. Otherwise, they're going to cut us off. This has been a long one. I know. It was a good one, though. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. The conversation is not over. Join us on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook at Embracing My Markings 
or to share your own story with us, fill out the Google form on the website, www.markingsco.com links. If you would like to support us for future shows, you can do so by clicking on the support button in our description box. Thank you for joining the conversation today.